When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Todd Washington football team podcast brought to you by Fansided and Todd we are going into a series today I guess of what would it take if Washington wins and Todd Montez Sweat down yeah 10 days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. started off like we do every every episode how you feeling you know so I'm feeling good again thank you for asking I'm gonna get a, a, a new car tomorrow so that's exciting okay. Getting a car was was half the battle. Now I got to figure out how to pay for it. But you know, you get a car, and I'm about to sell my car. So. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Am I going to buy your car? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just, but yeah. So I'm feeling good about that. Now with regards to Washington, like again, I don't know. I I have learned about this team that it doesn't matter about who plays or who doesn't play on paper. It, all that matters is how the team plays as a whole. So sure, you're not going to have sweat this week, even though you thought you would, but. For being honest, and I'm not saying the team got better because Sweat stopped playing, but in in despite of Sweat's absence, despite Sweat's absence, they've played well. They've played better. So, <laughs> will him not playing really affect them when they've already been playing well without him? So I'm not too worried about that. Ideally, you'd like to have him back, but I'm not too worried about it. So I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I, I like I said, I, I'm not really wanting well, to say anything, but uh, on the topic of <laughs> on the topic of Montez Sweat. Um, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it would have been a boost, but I don't think it hurts because we went on a four-game win streak without him. Yeah. So um, it gives, I guess, it gives them four more, uh, ten more days to get ready for uh, Dallas on Sunday night. So right, um, right. We'll see Dallas again, and uh, I guess I would have loved to have him. However, um, let these other guys who are being uh, who are being strict in the responsibility, who are who are hitting their holes, who are who are doing what's right. Let him get a chance to continue to compete, and um, right. we we won with them for a reason, and we're still yeah. winning, and the defense improved for a reason. So, uh, yeah, it stinks. He has COVID. I hope he feels better, but the same token, it's like next man up. He wasn't even there for the four, four wins, and like exactly, said, it would have it would have helped. But at the same token, let's keep going with what we have. Exactly, I agree. Um, and the other injury that I don't know how big of a deal it is, but it, Jamin Davis is. It looks like he he might be out with a concussion as well. Now, again, I'll let you debate how big of an injury that is because, you know, obviously Jamin Davis has been very hit or miss. But, I mean, it's just the injuries continue to mount up, yet the defense continues to play better and better. So, 
you know, Jamin's, I think Jamin's is going to hurt more than, than mm-hmm. Sweat's impact because uh, someone mentioned, I forget who it was, I would love to give credit, but they said that Jamin was in every spot. He was. He, where he was supposed to be, he just missed he, the tackles. He just missed the tackles, right, yeah. So um, that's, that's a good point. Follow up. Yeah, because he's, he was getting there. He's got the speed. We saw a couple yeah. times when he did make the tackle. Mm-hmm. So that's a fair point. I, I am assuming Norris or because Khalid Hudson is also out. He's on IR. Yeah. Uh, Norris or the the guy yeah, with the low. So was that the guy they just got from the Dolphins? I'm assuming mm, you're probably right. Have to step up, or or you, or you put Collins in there. He's going to have to play solely uh solely linebacker, linebacker and and, and if Everett have Everett come in and or have Everett play. Yeah, just get creative, I guess. Yeah. Have Everett at free, have Cameron Curl come down, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like DeShazer Everett, man. I've always liked DeShazer Everett. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good guy. I know he gave up that touchdown against Seahawks, but he had just come in the game. and It's easy to lose your uh, middle responsibility in cover two. We've all played Madden. We've all played middle linebacker in cover two, and mm-hmm. the tight ends get – it gets down the seam on us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> it's got to happen so you know to stop. It happens. <laughs> it happens. All right, let's hit up our sponsors. Uh Check out Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia, and try their Nashville-style chicken sandwich and their crispy crinkle-cut fries and get a great service experience from them along with Dunpro Financial. Try their seven-day free trial of their Diligent Credit Repair course. I want to throw some numbers at you, Tay. First of all, first eight games, we know that there's been improvements, third downs, first eight games, Washington. Uh, Or we can just start it. Okay, so the, the... title of the episode the theme of the episode today is washington wins if tomorrow we'll do washington loses or i guess dallas wins if mm-hmm. washington wins if first eight games offense third down conversion was 34.7 percent that was 27th in the league defense was 56.5 percent that was 32nd in the league last four games offense 50 percent first in the league defense 30.8 percent sixth in the league so simply, Washington wins if they continue to convert third downs against the Cowboys on offense at 50% or higher rate, which is first in the league, and if defensively they continue to allow 30% or less third down conversions. That's like, in my opinion, been by far the most significant reason the defense has improved is because of the third down conversions. Yeah, and I will say it comes hand in hand. I think the reason why the defense has improved is because they haven't been on the field much. Yeah, exactly. Um, they don't have opportunities <laughs> yeah. for them. Uh, like right. The long drives, the offense, the offense has helped them out by sustaining long drives and keeping the defense fresh. And exactly. The doing their job and getting off on third down, getting off the field on third down. So yeah. I agree. If they, if they continue, if they hit those strides this week of 50% yeah. on offense and uh, 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%, yeah. 30% on defense. I yeah. think yeah, that's a good recipe to success. Yeah. Um, also, I'm going to say Washington wins if the run game gets going on both sides, stopping the run game and mm. running the football. Yeah. I'm not, not sure the statistics in the first couple, uh, the last four games, as opposed to the beginning, the the, the first eight. Um, but in terms of which one, or just both? In terms of the rushing offense. Oh, got you. Let's let's take. I'll, um, I'll look at the first couple. Go ahead. But I'll talk about the rushing defense. Uh, not one person this year has killed us on the run. Now, third-ranked um, rushing defense. Third, like that is insane. Uh, yeah. Last year, we were getting gashed by yeah. the run. Yeah, yeah. Well, our pass defense was really, really good, but the rush defense was terrible last year as we were getting right. gashed. Um, so I'm interested to see if they can stop the run. I think Dallas 
I think I guess I saved that for my next point, but I think Dallas, um, they're going to try to run the football. They're going to try to establish the run at first. And I think that um, we're going to do a great job of shutting down the run. I'm not scared of Elliott. A little worried of yeah. Pollard. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because his speed, he has a little bit of juice. Um, and then on offense, if you continue to get Gibson in that 30, not necessarily 30 touches, but that 20 to 25 touch range and then get some yeah. McKissick, McKissick plays, if not uh, Jonathan Williams or whoever it may be, uh, Jarrett Patterson, just continue to run the football. Stop the run, run the football. Yeah, I agree. They were like they. I think early on in the season they weren't running the ball poorly, but it wasn't efficient and it wasn't in sync with throwing the ball. They weren't. They've kind of had success running all year to a degree, but then they got away from it. So now they've actually been sticking with it. That's a good one. Uh, going to the passing game, which I always tend to do. Washington wins if they take some shots downfield. Now, I'm not saying they need to complete these passes downfield. Because there's this lovely thing. It's a penalty called defensive pass interference. And it counts as a reception. And against the Raiders on Thanksgiving, Anthony Brown, cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, allowed, gave up or was called for flagged for four defensive pass interference penalties. And it was a huge, I mean, one of them basically decided the game. Um, on top of that, Trevon Diggs, look, he's got nine interceptions this year. He's got ball skills. He's making plays on the ball. At the same time, he's given up the most yards of any cornerback in the league. All right. Anthony Brown has given up the fourth most yards of any cornerback in the league. So the, the Cowboys defense is, is playing well because they are they're capitalizing on plays. They're getting turnovers. Uh, and I mean, they're, let me see exactly where they are ranked in the league in terms of takeaways. Uh, the Cowboys defense is where is it? it's fifth in the league in terms of takeaways. 23. They're still giving up a lot of yards. So Washington has to take shots down the field because their cornerbacks are giving up yards, but also because they have cornerbacks that are susceptible to panicking, pass interference penalties. I'll take that. Even though it doesn't count in the stat sheet as yards, I'll take that. And the key to taking those shots downfield, Taylor Heineke, is that you have to, it has to be a catchable ball. You know, mm-hmm. it can't be out of bounds. You know what I mean? It just throw up a good ball, whether or not it's completed, but you got a decent chance for getting a flag there, even if the play's not completed. So just take, take shots downfield. That's that's the key to victory for me this week in conjunction with running the ball, of course. Yeah, and that's where De'Ami Brown is going to uh, take. Yeah. He's going to give an opportunity because I know Terry will probably, I don't know if they'll shadow Trayvon with Terry, but I think you got to right. kind of take those shots with De'Ami Brown considering that's what he was drafted for. Right. That's what he was very good at in college. And I think yeah. this could be a game where you kind of exploit that whether he catches it or not. But he had a good, I mean, he had a good play on in, in, in Las Vegas. Yeah, made a couple guys miss. <laughs> made a couple guys miss. I mean, and that was, I mean, was I mean, I want to see more of that. I want to see him Jaylen get the ball. Jalen from Bleeding BNG loved that play. <laughs> yeah. If, if he could just get the ball in his hands, I, w- I want to see what he does with it. I mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, just let me see what he does with it. I think that was a good play called by, by Scott Turner there. Uh, yep. Washington wins if they control the time of possession. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to slow the game down. It may be boring. Yeah, it may yeah. Look, may not look sexy, but yeah. it's going to have to be a game where it's just boring. <laughs> yeah, <down>. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. this team is built for right now. Right. You know, quarterback can, that can light it up. They don't necessarily have the weapons that can light it up. So they're going to have to win a game that's going to be boring. Yeah. And it's just it. I think controlling the time of possession is huge. Against the against the Raiders, it was thirty three minutes to twenty six, mm. and I think um, a lot of uh, cars 
Um, obviously, he's the number one passer, um, if I'm not mistaken. He's number, he might be two now, one or might, two, might yeah. Be, might be two, but going to the game, he was the number one passer. Yeah, right, right. His possessions, therefore, he couldn't throw as much. So I think time of possession is going to be huge. Keep the ball out of Dallas's hand, milk the clock, get that defense tired. They, Washington will win if they control the time of possession. Which I think in the last four games, they're leading the league in terms of time of possession. It makes sense. Right. Um, I want to yeah. see that 35, that 33 to 35 range. Right. Like. Okay. I got you. And let me just throw this out there again, just quickly looking at defense, because we know the Cowboys' offense is is one of the best in the league defensively uh yeah they're they're a couple spots above washington they're the 28th i believe i don't know why espn and nfl don't put the numbers next to the teams when they show yeah. the rankings like anyway i think the cowboys look like they're 28th against the pass in terms of yards allowed against the run they're middle of the pack 14th or so and they're giving up 22 points a game it's a defense that now look again the wor- worst defense is Washington doesn't light them up, and the best ones they seem to have some more success against. So, uh, for Washington, this may not matter at all. Washington wins if you don't have to sack Dak Prescott in this game. Now, I'd love sacks for sure, but you don't have to sack him. But you win if you just contain him. The big plays so often come from him escaping the pocket. When we talked mm-hmm. yesterday about Heineke escaping the pocket and wanting to see those big plays happen. Yeah, that's Dak Prescott. I mean, we've seen it. So for me, it's about containing Dak. The coverage has obviously improved significantly on the back end. So mm-hmm. continue to cover well. You have to get pressure, but then you, you just have to contain him in the pocket. They did a pretty good job. There are two instances against the Raiders where they didn't. And they, they got a they allowed, on one drive, it was a sack, second and 19, gave up first down the next play. Another play, five-yard loss, and then gave up the run 17 yards to Derek Carr. So you got to stop that. One of those was a 17-yard run, like I said. And it looked like maybe one of these young defensive ends, um, it looked like it was maybe supposed to be a twist up because the defensive tackle went outside and then the end went outside too. And that's kind of weird. I would think that the end is supposed to stunt inside. So it looked like that maybe would happen with some young players playing. But contain Dak Prescott in the pocket. Yeah. Um, Yeah, go ahead. I had one more. I'm trying to remember it. So Uh, go ahead. Um, oh, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yep, Gregory coming back, possibly. Uh, Demarcus yeah, Lawrence. Not Demarcus, yeah. yeah, Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence. Uh, Michael Parsons. Marcus Ware. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was another problem. Yeah, but, he was. TMNT. Uh, Michael Parsons and uh, the tackles aren't really, uh, you know, stalwarts. It's more right so in the middle. It's the, it's the edge. Rush. Yeah, right. I think that I think you want to see a lot of inside rush. Push the inside. I would like to see some draws, some screens. Yeah. Screens to the left. Screens to the left. Yes. Or whatever Parsons is not at. Yeah. Right. So they win if they protect Heineke. I want to say uh, no pressure in the interior that doesn't belong there unless Parsons is in there. Parsons is pretty, they move them around pretty they well. They do. They so, do. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they win if they protect, if they protect Heineke. Yeah, I that's a big one. Cornelius Lucas struggled against Max Crosby, who is a good player. So it's not like a, also he's the backup, you know. But uh, yeah, with Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory, Micah Parsons, yeah, I, we got to see better from Cornelius Lucas than we saw against Max Crosby. Or it will be a long day for Taylor Heineke, and they really didn't have a lot of opportunities to take shots downfield last week because because of those ends. Uh, this is my last one. This is kind of an X factor, but again, young defensive ends playing 
who are not Chase Young and Montez Sweat with crazy athleticism, but those guys know their responsibilities pretty well. I don't know if I should say that ironically, but in this case, they do know their responsibilities well. But with Casey Duo, with James Smith-Williams, with uh, 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 Shaka Tony Shaka Tony and uh, 57, uh, Bahimi Ritumni, Ritumni. Oh, but, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Time, so. All right, good, good, good. Yeah, it makes me feel better. The zone read. All right, Dak Prescott and the zone read. Uh, yeah, that could be a big one. If next couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. With Jalen Hurts, like that's going to be the ultimate test, and you play them back to back to back to back. So mm-hmm. maintaining your responsibility of playing whoever gets the ball and not crashing on the running back. Now, if you're going to crash, crash on the quarterback because your help is in the middle of the field more than the perimeter. But when the quarterback, you know, is looking at that defensive end and, and deciding whether to hand that ball off or keep it and run based on what the end does, seeing these young guys crash, two hill crashed on one this week. Now the running back did get the ball ended up being a, I think a no gain on the play. But if Derek Carr would have kept it, he would have got some yards because two hill crashed so fast. Derek Carr is not a running quarterback. He'll be more inclined to hand it off. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott is he's he's more of a running quarterback. So that's kind of an X factor for me, especially in critical situations. In my mind, yeah, you could worry about the long run, but for me, it's more about the, the third downs or, or a fourth down or a critical down, basically, where you need to get a stop and they, they go with that zone read and, Dak, and those ends just crash down on the running back, ready to stop the play, and Dak Prescott's got the ball and he's just running and he's got the first down or he's got a big gain or a score. So that's a big X factor. Washington wins if these defensive ends play the zone read well okay and yeah that's that's huge next couple of weeks those are gonna be huge and huge yeah. like i said dallas run game doesn't scare me especially with our interior yep so it's gonna be vital that we keep that outside uh and contain especially yeah. with, with pollard and with Dak running with that op- with the option of Dak running out as well so right yeah i guess the last quick one i'll add is just not allowing these guys to not allowing these receivers to get behind the secondary. They've done a good job lately. So, mm-hmm. but CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, even Gallup, can't let those guys get behind you. Yeah, I think Gallup will have the biggest game out of all of them mm-hmm. um, against us. Hopefully not, but somebody's going to. I mean, yeah, somebody's going to. Somebody's going to have to get the yards. Shut down all three. Of yeah, them. no, you can't exactly. So that's all I've got for Washington wins. If I mean, you know. I, you got anything else that you that you've got on your mind you want to add in there? Uh, real quick, is the Cincinnati make it to the college playoffs? Yeah, they're playing Georgia. Huge for Desmond uh, Ritter. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, massive, massive. They're playing Alabama. Did I say Georgia? They're yeah, playing they Alabama. This is huge for draft potential. Around looking at that 15, 20 range, maybe move mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Josh Allen, kind of not saying he's that talent, but mm-hmm. at Mahomes in that area as far as where range uh, Bills and yeah, Bills and yeah. Chiefs. Huge for him, and uh, I saw someone say that he may fit our our type mm-hmm. of mentality as far as what Ron yeah. likes. And um, I mean, he, he's playing good football. I'm I'm, I'm gonna watch yes. him closely mm-hmm. in the college playoffs because if he lights it up, he may he may be um, an option that they may like. So yeah, I think he would be a legitimate option with if Washington ends up picking in the 20s for sure, either there or or later. Um, so he's definitely one to keep an eye on. He has more convincing to do for me. I'm gonna be watching him closely too, Ted, because yeah, I, I want to see. Uh, to keep this, convincing this me. Is huge. This is huge, especially against Bama. This is yeah, huge. I right. See him. I they see don't. 
He's a, he has a good college record. I mean, he does, yeah. Four-year starter. Um, I mean, and that's the thing. He doesn't necessarily have to win against Alabama. It's, it's just about how he plays because we realize Alabama's the better team. Yeah. How yeah. does he play against the closest thing to an NFL defense yeah. in what will probably be his last collegiate game? Yeah. And I'm assuming he'll be at the Senior Bowl too, so... Yeah, we got to do an episode on these quarterbacks still because I know that even though it seems like we won't have a high draft pick, it'll still be something to watch. They could still have to trade up or guys could start to slide. So we need to talk about at least these top five or six being Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, uh, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, maybe even Carson Strong, whichever one's mm-hmm. going to do so. We'll knock that out. Um, maybe after the maybe after these playoff games, college playoff games are played and whatnot. Sure. All right. I'm all good, man. Tomorrow we're going to do Dallas wins if. And obviously hope that that doesn't happen because, man, it's going to be – oh, man, it'll feel so good if they beat the Cowboys. So good. So I've got some tweets saved that I'm ready to reply to if Washington (laughs) wins. Okay, so, yeah, they got to pull this one out for us. (laughs) All right, this is Todd. This is Tay. Thanks for checking in. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.